I'm not going to lie to you. Um, if I didn't think this was strange, I would be lying. But I think music helps. When I was on my way over here, um, there was no traffic anywhere. I found myself on the road basically by myself, but as I was listening to music, I thought it, it really helps. So I'm wondering um, what songs best express our relationship with God? What songs during this time help us to pray? What songs during this time usher us closer to God? And I ask those questions because they're not just questions about music. They are questions about how are we to live. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for our communion with one another. Thank you for those worshiping online and for this unique occasion. Yet we know that nothing can separate us from your great love. And so in gratitude for that knowledge, we gather. We gather even separate from one another. We gather united in you. Amen. A reading from Ephesians 5, beginning with verse 15. Paul writes this to the church at Ephesus. So be careful to live your life wisely, not foolishly. And take advantage of every opportunity because these are evil times. Because of this, don't be ignorant. But understand the Lord's will. Don't get drunk on wine, which produces depravity. Instead, be filled with the Spirit in the following ways. Speak to each other with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music to the Lord in your hearts. Always give thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, church, the word of God for you, the people of God. Earlier this week, our, uh, Sharon Southard, our administrative assistant, when I say our administrative assistant, I, I speak of Village Church Roseville as well. She shared images of the streets of New York City. Uh, a friend of hers posted these images on Instagram. And because of social distancing and many things being closed or shut down, the streets were nearly empty of people. They were absent of activity. Places like Times Square or Broadway looked like a ghost town. A few weeks, however, the streets were not empty. They were not empty because we were in New York City to celebrate my sister-in-law's 50th birthday. The streets and the restaurants around Broadway were wall-to-wall -wall with people. People were waiting in line for restaurants and to getting in their shows. 
And after one show, we went to Junior's to get cheesecake after a show, but I ended up eating a BLT sandwich, but that's another story. It was packed to the point that it was tempting to go to another place. It was tempting to go back to our hotel. But Lori heard someone say this, at least we beat the 11 o'clock crowd. Well, uh, we stayed. We stayed because we had just come from a play, and we saw the play To Kill a Mockingbird based on the 1960 novel by the same name. The Kill a Mockingbird is not a musical, but they had a guitarist there, and they had an organ player there. And the guitarist and the organ player was banked on the far sides of the stage. But they were not a part of the stage. They were not a part of what was going on. But yet we heard music all throughout the play. And perhaps this music helped the cast who conveyed mood and temperament. Maybe this music helped the cast who convey story. But I will tell you, um, this music was largely unrecognizable. It was background music. It was like elevator music. But this music was necessary. And toward the end of the play, there was a tune that I had come to recognize. It sounded familiar, very familiar. And it resonated deep within me. And it took me a while to figure it out. And so until I could figure it out, I kept humming it over and over and over until I knew what it was. Lori was sitting to my left and she said, really? She understands me. Uh, she has put up with that my whole life. But the lady to my right, I'm sure, thought I was annoying. The tune was the hymn tune of, to Holy Spirit, Truth Divine, and here are the words. Holy Spirit, truth divine, dawn upon this soul of mine. Word of God and inward light, wake my spirit and clear my sight. It sounded like this. Why is that song so important? Why is any song important? I think music conveys powerful things about our faith. Why else would Ben and Tyler subject themselves to taking musical requests on Facebook Live? Why else would Elsie Schuler, our music director at Wake Forest, and others um, post music links during this time? Today's service wouldn't even be the same without Ben and the band, trust me. Hymns and song are also an important part of our relationship with God. This week, when I walked into the house one day, um, coming from church, 
Lori had hymns playing via Alexa, our new toy. And I think she was doing that because music has a part to play with us being physically or spiritually fit. Songs and hymns of gratitude and praise also have a part to play in living well. Our reading today speaks of living well. So be careful to live your life wisely, not foolishly. And then Paul tells us what that looks like. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And then he says for us to speak to each other with psalms and hymns. To do that with spiritual songs and to sing and make music to the Lord in your hearts. Always give thanks to the God, the Father for everything in the Lord Jesus Christ. I think those words are interesting because these words come at the end of a letter. They're Paul's final instructions. They're Paul's final admonitions. They're Paul's final thing to say to the church. And according to Paul, he's telling us that we have a reason to sing. We have a reason to praise God. Paul even said that we can praise God in everything. Can we? And I ask that because Paul never lived through the coronavirus. Church, these are strange times, I'm going to be honest with you. They're interesting times, and I will tell you that for me, they're frustrating times. We've been encouraged to practice social distancing, and this is really not normal. This is not how we're created. We are created to be with one another. Uh, When was the last time that has happened? People are working from home. Restaurants have closed their inside dining rooms. Schools have closed. There's no NCAA basketball. I will not get to see Duke this year win a national championship. Opening day of baseball has been canceled. Come on, really? We've never experienced anything like this before. We can't even worship together in person. Yet the church finds a way. The church always finds a way. The church finds a way to worship. The church always finds a way to sing her song. The church finds a way to sing a song of God's love, a love that is for all people. A love that enables us to reach out and to check in with others. The church finds a way to sing a song of grace. Grace that is not earned, but grace that is given. Grace that forgives us. Grace that tells us that each day, that each moment is a new beginning. The church finds a way to sing a song of peace. Peace that passes all understanding, especially during a time when we may be the most afraid. And the church always finds a way to sing a song of trust. A song that calls us to trust God in times that we have never experienced before. 
To be honest, I wasn't all that thrilled when Tyler Williams scheduled me to follow Heather Patrick. Because last week, Heather Patrick was phenomenal. I even told Lily last week, your mom rocks. So God bless you that you have to listen to me this morning. You want to preach? Okay. Yet Heather's words are still echoing in my heart and mind. And they're echoing because last week Heather shared how God worked in her life. And when anyone shares about how God has worked in their life, like Sarah Lynn and others, it is a powerful thing. In doing so, Heather, in one way or another, was sharing her song. Heather's story was about what it looks like to trust God. Her story was about what it looks like for God to hold each of us. Heather's song was one of gratitude. Heather's song was about living well. So be careful. So be careful how you live, says Paul. Live your life wisely, not foolishly. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, sing and make music to the Lord in your hearts, and always give God thanks for everything. A United, pastor, a United Methodist pastor by the name of Jim Harnish put it this way, and I would like to close with this. If your soul has been affected by COVID-19, here's my prescription. Go outside. Breathe in some fresh air. Walk down the silent streets of your city or along a quiet country lane. And as you do that, feel the sunshine. Listen for God to speak to your troubled soul through the beauty of God's creation. And you'll need to wash your hands, but at least you will be able to do it with a song in your soul, and you will be able to do it with a song in your heart. Holy Spirit, truth divine, dawn upon this soul of mine, Word of God and inward light, wake my spirit, clear my sight. In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.